Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our live broadcast this morning. We sure appreciate that. If you have any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions for me, please feel free to reach out to me on any of these social media platforms. You can also contact me at my website with the information there or through the phone or email. So we are going to continue speaking about uh, receiving the Spirit, part three, where we're talking about uh, the new birth and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Are these, is this the one act with multiple descriptions or is this two different works of grace? And so we, we've looked at it, we've established already that this is uh, one act, many descriptions. This is the new covenant applied, speaking of the different aspects and, and uh, ways of lo looking at, angles of looking at receiving the Holy Spirit. And so we'll just continue on that. Where we left off is we're going to start speaking about the steps of salvation in the book of Acts. The first step I see is to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. That's Acts 16, 31. And we see a description of what Peter said when he uh, was asked, what shall we do after preaching his sermon on the day of Pentecost? Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Also a wonderful description there is in Acts 19, 2-5. Paul asks and says unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, Verily, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Uh, so, here we have the steps of salvation. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart. Repent. You're not going to repent if you don't understand the importance of believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. When you, when you do that, you're understanding your, the gravity of your sin. You're understanding the necessity that Jesus Christ died for you on the on the cross. You're understanding that he rose from the dead and is now making intercession. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you do that, you must repent. That's turn away from your sinful life towards a godly life. So repent is the second step. Third step is to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have faith, you will, resp you will respond with obedience to the command to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not in the titles of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but in the name, singular name, of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So re believe, repent, be baptized in water, and then be receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this brings a change and a transformation in your life. So, as we talked about before, it's one act and many descriptions. Let's look at that. Baptism, born again, born of the Spirit, receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, receiving the Holy Spirit, regeneration, seal, earnest, new creation, adoption, begotten again. These are not all different works of grace. It's the same work of grace with different descriptions of what it is. We don't get born again by faith, then we have eternal life, and then, well, it's an option for you to be a Pentecostal to go on and get the tongues, but it's not necessary you can stay a Baptist. No. You're born again by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Okay, so now, what is the evidence that you have received the gift of the Holy Spirit? Well, Jesus describes what the Spirit of God will do when it comes upon us, when the new covenant is inaugurated. So I believe this is John 16, verse 13. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Verse 14. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. So, what is that saying? The Spirit of Truth becomes your guide. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It's not an initial evidence of the Holy Ghost. It's a continuing evidence of the Holy Ghost. What's the initial evidence of the Holy Ghost? Well. People can be anointed. They can be anointed and they can speak in tongues and they can prophesy. They can cast out devils. And Jesus says, have not many said unto me, Lord, Lord, but they've not done the will, they're not living the life of Christ and yet they do miracles. They speak in tongues. They're anointed with the Spirit of God, but they themselves are a false seed. So a person can be anointed and still be lost. That's clear from Scripture. But a person can't be, over their lifetime, led by the Spirit of Truth, guided by the Spirit of Truth, and still be lost. No. When the Spirit of Truth comes, He guides us into all truth. He glorifies Jesus. He reminds us of what Jesus is speaking to our hearts. And that cannot be duplicated. That cannot be mimicked. 